Welcome to Monday. What more evidence do you need? What more evidence do you need that we need substantial reform of police in this country and in this province? It is time, ladies and gentlemen. How many more tragedies must we witness? How many more times must we report to you? I can't tell you anything about this because the SIU is investigating. We're at a crossroads, and it is time to act. The most recent example, you heard about it in the news, 62-year-old man, Ijaz Chowdhury, as identified by his family, a father of four, dying Saturday night after police burst through a door in his second-floor balcony into the apartment where he was alone, armed with a knife and suffering a mental breakdown, that according to his family. And now we have the SIU investigating and police saying, well, nothing we can tell you about that. The mayor of Mississauga, Bonnie Crombie, tweeting, it's very sad when a life is lost in our community. I ask the SIU to act quickly. The 2021 Peel Police budget will be reviewed through a different lens. That is the tweet from the mayor of Mississauga, who joins me on the line now. Welcome, Mayor. Oh, well, thank you, Alan. Thank you for having me on at this difficult time. We have the ongoing demonstration in Malton that continues. What can you tell us about the investigation, if anything at all? Well, first, let me start off by expressing my deepest sympathies to the Ujijaz's family, his friends, and the community in Malton and our city's Muslim community. Um, as you know, I went to pay my respects, my condolences, to the family last night and and met with the wider community. And let me tell you that they're hurting. They're upset, they're angry, and they want answers. I mean, they've been, they need closure. They want greater transparency and more accountability. Um, I think that's the bottom line. There's a lot of hurt and a lot of sadness, and we really need to restore the trust uh, and uh, with our police officers. I think the issue here was the fact that no one should fear calling for police. No one should fear calling 911. And, you know, police can't and shouldn't be the only answer to our community's issues. Um, and especially that's true for mental health issues. I mean, we've been brainstorming some suggestions and calls could be triaged to better access the support that is needed based on the call to provide the, the right group or the right experts to come onto the scene. So we know that the SIU is investigating, so you know I, don't, I can't go into any details of what happened. In fact, I'm not only the mayor, but I actually sit on the police board, so we have to respect the process and await for the results of the investigation. And I, I, know that, I know that frustrates the community and it frustrates me, and that's why I tweeted, I asked that the SIU act expeditiously in their investigation uh, and release their findings as soon as possible. As soon as possible, I know we're still waiting on the results of the Andre Campbell, uh, Dondre, and Jamal Frenique, but this is another matter that is so pivotal in our community uh, and so very emotional for many of them, as you see that the protests are still are uh, are still up and, and active in Malton. There, there's a lot to dig into right there. Let's. I, I want to get to the police budget in just a second, but I want to talk about the SIU. Uh, and the way it invokes its mandate, the way it communicates, how long it takes for any kind of investigation to wrap up. Mm -hmm. I will note that your call for a 
the SIU to act quickly, uh, echoes the call from Toronto's police chief who said the same in a recent case where a woman fell to her death from a balcony. Is there a problem with the SIU? Is there a problem with the perception of the SIU? I mean, I think it is a perception. I think there is a lack of trust uh, on the process, on the investigative process, and I think that that's something that needs to change. So, you know, I'm going to ask, and I know our board will ask, for uh, the Attorney General to examine the reforming reforms to police oversight. Uh, they should look at the recommendations made in the Tulloch report um, that were never passed, but I think they might actually address some of these issues. Um, there's support in the community um, that would give the job of probing public complaints against police to an independent agency, perhaps. That would help ensure that police forces are not investigating themselves. I mean, there are, uh, you know, this is a lot to tackle. So we need to sit down, sit down with the community, sit down with police boards, police associations, the union, the SIU, all those involved to have another look at the legislation and look to where we can reform policing more broadly. Because I think I think it's we're overdue for change. When you write the 2021 Peel Police budget will be reviewed through a different lens. Are you suggesting defunding the police in Peel? Well, let's let, look at that in two parts. First, let's talk about body-worn cameras, because you know that Mayor Brown and I have asked the board and the chief to look at body-worn cameras. Um, and we know that they're not the only solution, but they have been helpful in other cases. Certainly, this is an era where everyone uh, has a cell phone and takes videos. I was videoed last night with the uh, uh, at the Peaceful March in Malton, uh, uh, and they're uh, taping police interactions widely and sharing them. So I think it would be very helpful for the public to have a full video of every interaction with policing. And we know that body cameras have saved lives and increased accountability of our police officers, and they are one more tool in modernizing our policing. Um, but they are an expensive tool as well. Um, so we have to balance that with the demands of the budget and if that money could be better investing into enhanced training of police Are you suggesting cutting the budget of the Peel Police Mayor, if, if I may interrupt? Because we have a motion here that says in Toronto we want to cut it by 10%. Would you put that kind of number on the Peel Police budget? Not right now. I mean, we have to look at the police budget very closely and we have to look at it through a different lens, a lens of community safety and well-being. So... These are all very complex issues that we need to solve. Um, it's about changing a mindset of an entire service, of the entire police service, about reforming policing, but to ensure that they can best support communities they serve, but to maintain trust uh, and build trust. Um, so, you know, if we, if we go the direction of body-worn cameras, there certainly won't be a cut to policing because we know that there are very expensive capital investment, operational investment. Uh, but at the same time, money needs to be invested into root causes of crime, uh, into public safety, mental illness, you know, food insecurity, uh, housing instability, homelessness, etc. So these are very important issues. Uh, so we are calling on, at least I am, and I know the board will, reforming uh, community policing. We'll be asking for funding from all levels of government to fund these critical issues that address our mental health issues, our community safety and the root causes of crime. Police can't be the only answer 
to every issue in our community, right? Long I know, but we spend the majority of our that. money on the police. That's that's the right. issue, and there's only so that's much money. Right. So would you take money away from the police and put it somewhere, you know, into a mental health response team so people with guns aren't showing up when a man has a schizophrenic, right. schizophrenic episode? That's right. Yeah, so these are very complex issues once again. And so the, we're asking for other levels of government to properly fund some of these issues. To, so that, as I said in the beginning of the call, calls, 911 calls could be triaged to access better support, support that's needed, that's appropriate for that call, whether it's a mental health issue, an addiction issue, a community safety issue, uh, homelessness, uh, precarious uh, 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 food insecurity, whatever the issue might be, the appropriate expert, the appropriate body be sent. So it's a complex issue. We are going to be looking at the police budget line by line. We haven't started that process, but we're going there very soon. We're going to be looking at how policing can be done differently. The goal is always community safety and the well-being of our residents to ensure that like incidents like we saw this weekend won't happen again. Bonnie Crombie is the mayor of Mississauga. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such an important issue right now. It is an important issue, and we are at a point where I think we have to have very tough conversations. And the NDP, the Ontario NDP, is now circulating a petition calling for a full public inquiry. We need, an, we need a public inquiry. You know what? We don't need another book, another report, sitting on a shelf that the police and the people in charge just ignore. Because that's what happens, and that's what will happen. And unfortunately, line-by-line reviews of the police budget, as you heard the mayor say for Peel, that's not going to get it done. Because there has to be the political will that says we are not going to fund the people with guns to the same tune we have before. We're going to take that money, and we're going to put it in a place where we can get some positive results, because it's not about law and order. Check your crime stats, people. Crime is not out of control. We don't have a crime problem. We have a police problem right now. And we have an agency, a civilian agency, in the SIU, that is supposed to be the watchdog, supposed to be the civilian oversight. You know who works for the SIU? Former cops. I know a lot of them. I used to be the crime specialist, the crime reporter here at Global News. So I know a bunch of, like, some other cops, like a former homicide detective now works for the SIU. Individually, they're all, you know, upstanding and want to do a good job. Like, I mean, it's not an individual thing necessarily. It's the fact that the majority of them are white guys that used to work for the cops. No wonder there is no trust in that institution. And no wonder, by extension, there is no trust in the police when they say, well, we can't tell you anything about why we killed your uncle, why we refused to let you know family members inside to talk him down, why we went in with guns for a guy in his apartment that they know when they show up, this guy's got mental health issues, schizophrenic episode, according to the family. They told the cops when they showed up, this is the situation. What'd they do? Went in guns a blazing. Or at least that's certainly what it seems like. And the SIU, they put out a little bit of a note. They say they are in possession of video footage. Oh, good. 
would that be the video footage that's playing 24 hours a day now on the news channels? That's the one? Good for you. Good. So how long are we going to have to wait? How long are we going to have to wait before we get any kind of answer? It's not acceptable. I'm upset about it. And you should be too.